Yes. Yes. Do y'all feel that, ladies and gentlemen? I'm back. I got my hands in the air. I feel great. Hey, listen. It's the Idea Manhood Podcast. They didn't think that I'd be back, but I'm back and feeling good, too. Nah. I can't start season three off with a freestyle. That's too much for the people that don't know. Like, oh, is this a rap podcast? I can't do that. <laughs> but no, for real, thank you so much for being here, ladies and gentlemen. Man, it's been a long time. I haven't released an episode since like June 12th. <laughs> Listen, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. I have some new theme music for season three you hear it you love it it's by my boy mal griff you know ryan uh shout out to ryan he has just an amazing ear for music and he just gave me a whole flash full of beats and and i'm using those on here so i really appreciate that rg listen shout out to um my brother zy delta chapter of alpha phi alpha fraternity at james madison university uh, thank you all. You, little, to, little, little do you know that you give me most of my content for this podcast. <laughs> oh man, thank you. It's Five Mics. That's me. For those that don't know, uh, I go by the moniker Five Mics, and that's Mike Husband, Mike the Father, Educator, Writer, and MC. Um, and and for those of you that don't even know further, like the Five Mics thing comes from you know in hip hop back in the day they had a magazine called The Source, right? And they rated rap albums on a scale of one to five mics. One mic being your album was trash, don't even listen to it. And then five mics, it was a classic. So I consider myself, you know, when it comes to this podcast thing, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to this podcast movement, I'm a classic. Nah, let me stop playing. But um, I feel really good about coming back for season three. Uh, I haven't been on this microphone in about... Uh, June, July, August, September, October, almost five months. Golly, that's horrible. Um, every year I take a little break. This break was a little bit longer than uh, I wanted it to be uh, because life, you know, life happens. Um, and and I wasn't focused and all throughout, though, I was like, oh, I got to talk about that on the podcast, you know, but I needed time to get my brain together to just get right and, and get ready to get back on the microphone and share with y'all uh, just some of my thoughts, man. So for first of all, for the people that have been here since day one, I want to say thank you. They're, you know, I started a GoFundMe uh, two years ago where I was just asking people to help me out, help me fulfill this dream. You know, I didn't have a computer. I didn't have a microphone, a mic stand, a pop filter. I didn't have any of these cords. I didn't have anything. And I came to you humbly and, you know, just asked for you to support my dream. And so there's people from day one, men, women, child, parents, you know, relatives that that believed in what I was doing and that still believe in what I'm doing and uh and donated so i thank y'all that's my my day one people um and then throughout the way throughout the journey um there have been people that have come on and said like yo can i you know how can i support and i ask you all to just listen so spread the word you know make sure you rate and comment for those of you don't know that don't know to to make this podcast grow and for it to do what i needed to do the word has to get out you know, and, and you do that by rating it, you know, leaving a comment, you know, give me one star if it's whack, give me five if it's amazing. Um, 
And and that's how we get the word, and that's how you continue to support. But what is the idea of manhood, though? Like, man, listen, I, I just need you all really to just turn on your TV right now. I need you to just scroll down your Twitter timeline, your Facebook timeline, talk to anybody right now in terms of what's going on. And you'll see that the idea of manhood, this conversation that I'm having on this podcast, is sorely needed. And right now, fellas, listen, man. Right now, fellas, it's not looking good for a lot of us. You know, um, I was just talking about this yesterday in my office with the office. I, I work in an office space. Uh, with all women, I'm the only man in my little space. Um, you know, it's four of us in there, and I'm the only guy. And I was talking to uh, a, a group of women after I received a alert from, uh, you know, from CNN, from Apple News. Like all, I got all these alerts about Louis C.K. And like two days early, I got all these reports about Charlie Sheen. And then about a week before that, it was all these reports about Harvey Weinstein. And like two weeks before that, it was all these reports about Kevin Hart. And two months before that, it was all these reports about every other, uh, many other men. I don't want to say famous men, but men with certain access to power that paint this picture, that reflect this reality you know, that, you know, men might be trash, though. <laughs> men just might be trash. And so I had this, uh, and I'm, I'm joking, of course, like tongue-in-cheek. First of all, in the concept of this trash thing, like everything is trash right now. Everything you don't like and that you can't understand and that you don't want to put a label on and that you don't want to take the brain space to try to explain is trash. That's just modern day, you know you know social media rhetoric like oh this trash you know and that's the cool and uh that's the new way of saying that you don't like something but you know at the beginning of this podcast series two years ago i think my second or third episode was entitled men behaving badly and back then you know and ever since then and probably thousands of years before that we have very uh very um real and tangible reminders that this journey of manhood is treacherous and that many of us, uh, you know, I'm never going to say them, I'm not going to exclude myself from that. Many of us um, don't utilize our privilege and our power in a way that empowers those around us or in a way that makes people around us better or in a way that makes ourselves better you know what i'm saying in that conversation yesterday in my office i said you know i'm not gonna align myself with the rhetoric that all men are trash but what i will say is that all of us are one bad decision away from being trash and in that same light i thought if we're all one step away from being trash, what is the narrative around women and the bad decisions that they make? Do they not make bad decisions? Right? We all know that's ridiculous because we all been around women. We know that they're, you know, is this this playing field is even, but for whatever reason, the mistakes that men make 
have so much more impact. And that's directly reflective of the power that we have. So, you know, lately we've been talking about in the news everywhere, you know, about power and privilege, right? We talk about it in the context of white people. We talk about it in the context of men. We all have a series uh, uh, of privileges. You know, we have a exponential amount of privilege in different environments, right? All of us, men, women, boy, and girl, right? So to me, the journey to being better, whatever it is, better at what? Fill in the blank for you, is maximizing our power and privilege to make the people around us better and to make ourselves better. So all in all, if you're new to the if you're new to the podcast, that's what we're doing. Like, I'm not on this, yo, I'm a good man, I'm a good father. I don't even like when people say that about me. Like, oh Mike, you're such a good father. What does that mean? Like, when my son comes home, my son's eleven, and when he when I ask him about his day, like, hey, man, what's going on? How was your day? And he says, good. I want to smack him in his teeth. Because what does that mean? Like, what's good? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's really good? You know, so when people are like, oh, you're such a good man. You're such a good father. Yeah, save all that. Be specific. Tell me what I do that's amazing. Because I know. And I think a lot of men know what we do in different environments. Not all the time. Not consistently. But I know some of us like are really dedicated and focused and intentional about the decisions that we make when it comes to our children. And we know internally that like can't nobody tell us nothing about our kids. You know what I'm saying? Can nobody tell us that we're not doing what we need to be doing as a father within the confines of parenthood, right? You know, um, so when people kind of easily say like, oh, you're a good dad, like that boils, like don't tell me I'm a good dad. Just don't tell me anything that, you know what I'm saying? Don't, I don't need to know. Like I know, my kids know. How my kids act in society will tell me whether or not what I'm doing as a father is effective. You know what I'm saying? So uh, be specific. Um, it's the same, it's on the same continuum as the trash conversation. Like. You know, I'm not going to be one of those that be like, oh, you know, I'm a good, I'm a good man. I'm trying to do, uh, da, 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 um, or I've reached this pinnacle of goodness in my manhood. That's not what this podcast about. Every man knows that this journey we're on as men is unique. Um, every man knows that the journey we're on as men cannot be ever compared to the journey of woman, right? That's what this podcast is about, you know? We cannot continue to, um, to discuss our value juxtaposed to the value of woman because that is a conversation that we are not equipped to have. That is a, uh, a state of being that we can't compare Women bring life to the earth, right? And if you compare, you know, tit for tat, line by line, item to item, 
we're not going to ever live up to the value that women bring to this earth. Now, those of us that have some sort of common sense understand that everything on this planet happens with balance, right? Everything happens with some sort of, you know, yin and yang, whether whatever philosophy you believe in, every religion, every frame of everything, thought process has a balance to every process biological scientific things that happen in nature happen because there's a balance now we know women can women can't bring life to this earth without men but somehow along this discourse when it comes to men and our contributions to our families to our communities to our professions we, I've always said this, and the people that are my day ones know, know that in different situations, as powerful as we are, as much of a sexist culture that we live in, men are so quick to give their power away or go full throttle with abusing all of the power that we have. So there's not a balance in the way that we utilize and share and uh, and garner the support, like our, our power and privilege, right? So in all of these conversations that I've had, I've had so many conversations over the past year, but so, so much more in the past six months about this concept of men, our behavior, our decisions, how our power and privilege um, runs right up against the uh, the vulnerability of the people that are closest to us. So our power and privilege sometimes goes overdrive against the woman that we love or the woman that we don't love or the woman that we see or the woman that we want to take advantage of and the children in our circle in our in our circle and the people that we see as weak around us. So, I'm, I'm giving this kind of foundation to let you all know what this podcast is all about. And trust me, I listen to a lot of podcasts, right? And nobody's talking about these issues like I'm talking about them. No one is really being uh, vulnerable in the space. No one is really approaching this conversation about manhood the way that I am. I know that. I'm confident about that. Um, you know, sometimes it's difficult for men to show their confidence because even that has been turned into some sort of, you know, uh, you know, the contributing to the men are trash narrative. And I'm not, we're not on that here. You know, uh, that's what this podcast is all about. I generally don't have a format that I follow. Um, a lot of times I do better kind of freestyling. I have points that I want to make. These are the conversations that I'm having with myself all the time. And so you say, so you hear me say with myself, right? I'm going to the meat of this conversation today. This is just a welcome back. This is just to, you know, get my voice together just to you know my actual voice but then the narrative behind what this podcast is going to be in season three 
I'm going to dig a little deeper. You know, I'm going to be more honest. I'm going to be more authentic in this moment, in these 30 or so minutes that I'm on this podcast. I'm going to do my best to speak truth to power, to be honest, to be unabashedly five mics, right? Because, like, why not? Why not? So, I came into today's conversation. Um, I came into today's conversation really being reflective about my experiences as a father. <clears throat> you know, um, my my dads out there know what's up, right? My dads out there understand the feelings that are attributed to fatherhood. And feelings don't even really capture what it is that we oftentimes go through as fathers. I I have gone two days sometimes in different spaces. Two or three days sometimes without speaking a word in my house. Um... When you're a dad, like, when you're a father, it is, you know, outside of all the magical, amazing moments where you raise, where you're, where you're raising your children and, you know, you recognize there's different moments when you're in conversation or when you're in action with your children where it's like, man, what would happen if I wasn't here? Like, all men go through this. Don't tell me you haven't. I know you have. Like, you go through that, those moments, whether they're challenging or whether they're amazing, and you're like, yo, if I wasn't here, how would this, how would this happen? Like, you know, a lot of times, the narrative around fatherhood, it kind of diminishes our value, right? Like, you know, a lot of people don't really get it. But I say that, you know, there are times where I go days without anybody asking me how my day was, asking me what's going, how my process is, how are you doing, you know, and that has become, you know, that's that's normal, like that's to be expected because you know your children are children, and you know your wife or the mother or your partner has her own his or his or his or her own life that they're living and I think that fathers that are aware of our role in our space and our family we will oftentimes kind of just take you know take a couple steps back let things happen and keep on moving with your life and keep on just moving forward and not really you know not really checking in people don't really check in with you people don't really you know and that's the norm and that becomes the norm right and so, in the past few months, you know, there's different times where, you know, you take a look around, you know, and you're like, 
do y'all really even do y'all do y'all need me here like do y'all even really like like you know what I'm saying like everybody goes through that feeling where you're feeling like goes through those moments when you're feeling you know less than or you're feeling like your voice doesn't matter like we all go through that right we all go through those times where our value is intrinsically connected to the way that other people react to you or engage with you. It shouldn't be that way. We should all know our value and you know internally, but sometimes we connect that with how people connect and engage with us. And there's been some interactions recently for me where like do you even do you even really like like like, not even joking. Like, do you really like me? Like, I've never said this out loud to someone. But in my mind, I'm like, do you need me here? Do you even care if I'm here or not? You know what I'm saying? Um, and it hasn't just been in the space of fatherhood. It's been in friendships. It's been in my relationship. Or you just feel so, I don't know. I'm an outspoken guy, right? And the things that I'm outspoken about, I'm assuming that the people that are close to me have been hearing me be outspoken about these topics for, you know, however long we've been friends. And, you know, at times I'm like, y'all don't want to hear this shit. Y'all don't care. You know, y'all don't want me to keep, like, all right, I'll... I'll just, you know, I'll just take, I'll just, I'll just be back here, y'all. Y'all go ahead, y'all go ahead. And what I've noticed is that when I do that, like when I remove myself from conversations, or when it feels like the people around me that are supposed to care about me don't care, and I'm just like, I, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take, I'm, I'll just be back here, like you know, I'll be in the back, you know, like we all do that, like that whole self depreciating thing, like ah, yeah, yeah, don't need me, I'll be back here. But usually, like when think about it, like when you were a kid and you'd be at a birthday party and everybody's having a whole lot of fun, but like you don't feel like. You don't feel like anyone's giving you attention. You might sink in the background and then someone come over and be like, you okay? You know, they'll be like, yeah, I'm okay. You just want to see if someone's going to check on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm going to say nobody else. Like, I do that now. Like, I'm like, all right, you know, you're in a situation. Like, no one's giving a damn about what you're doing. And, like, you just sink into the background and see, like, let me see if they're going to check up on me. And then no one does. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, nobody really cares. <laughs> oh, oh, my bad. Uh... You know, and then you just stay back there. Like, that's what I've been doing. And, you know, like, it's crazy, man, because I know so many dads that do that. Whether it's, you know, I don't, for different reasons. I'm going to talk about myself, right? sink into the background and you when, when you're in the background when you're not engaged in a conversation or when you're not like in the mix and you kind of see things continuing without you and no one cares and no one asks and no one checks in on you no one says hey my how was your race you know i just ran a race uh i just i i just ran a race in disney you know it was Two days in a row, 10K and a half marathon the next day. You know, I've been training for this for four months. You know what I'm saying? Um, and a lot of my friends didn't even know or ask how it was. 
you know people that are close to me you know what i'm saying no one like congratulated me or said man yo how do you do that like how do you practice like train for this race you just started a new job oh yeah i started a new job since the last i talked about that another time you just started a new job like your husband your father you do all this stuff how do you do that um and when you sit back and see nobody caring about you it's like wow okay all right all right i see i see what's going on here and um this is a feeling that i know a lot of dads like a lot of dads i'm telling you like we're doing some amazing things with our time where you know we're coaching our uh, you know we're coaching our son's teams we're helping one home we're doing all the things that dads are supposed to do right like those are the things but it's like nobody not thanks you we don't want thanks we don't like good job buddy punch in the chin like you know nobody acknowledges or it's rarely i want i don't like to speak in extremes on this podcast because i think that's what leads to this whole like women are this men are this relationships are this marriages are this i don't like to speak in extremes so i'll say that rarely you know do people go into these situations looking for appreciation looking for thanks looking for like good job you know um but i think that we enter these situations wanting to feel like our presence and that our interactions matter and that our like just being here adds positively to whatever environment we're in you know so I have a, a group chat that I, I have a couple group chats that I belong to. And um, I have one with some friends that I've known for 20 years. And what really started to what what really started me to be thinking on this line, like, do y'all really like me? Is like, you know, I'll share something on the group chat and nobody will respond. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? something so small right that seems so petty and so like ridiculous but it's like hey it is what it is uh maybe i'm petty and ridiculous you know what i'm saying like you like i'll say something like oh man i had a rough day and man i'm real i'm feeling really crazy right now and it's crickets someone else will come on the thread and be like hey i got my hair done today i was like what you got your hair done tell me about it how was it I'm so proud of you for getting your hair done. That's such an amazing feat. You did it. Congrats. And I'm like, what? I just said, <sighs> all right. You know, in the same, in the chat, you know, you take pictures, you share pictures and, you know, say he's a picture of the family, right? My family. And I'll put, we'll put it up there. You know, somebody will share it. And everybody in the thread will be like, oh, the kids look so great. Oh, blah, 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 blah. You look so good. Look at your hair. Oh, you're doing it, girl. Look at that. You're a super mom. Like, look at you. You do everything. You're amazing. And no one will say, <laughs> no one's like, damn, like, you ugly. Like, you, you whack. Like, no one says nothing. Like, like, I'm not even there. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, this happens a lot, like, to the point where it would happen. I started taking note of it, like, wow, like, these like these are supposed to be my people. And 
you know, in the group is mostly women, you know, it's mostly women and it's a couple guys. Um, you know, and this just goes to the fact that like women are just so much more affirming to one another. You know what I'm saying? Um and men aren't. <laughs> you know, it's like that's just not something that again, I don't like to speak in extremes, but um, you know, but I'm not going to say we, I'm going to say I need that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just need, I, I, like, I don't know. This might be my petty, my petty patty moment speaking, but I want people to tell me like, oh man, you're doing it out there. I see you. I see you, man. I see you waking up at five o'clock. I see you training. I see you coming back in, you know, waking up in the middle of the night. With sick kids, I see you still getting up at 4.30, running in the dark. I still see you getting up and getting your kids ready, taking to the bus stop. I see you working all day. I see you coming back and coaching the team. I see you coming back and going to the gym working out. I see you running that race, boy. You doing it, man. You out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody wants that. Hey, I want that fist bump. Like, hey, man, good job, man. Fist bump. That's it. You know, I don't, I don't need a parade. I don't need ticket tape. I don't need confetti. I just want people to see me. And not in the sense of like, oh, you know, like a braggadocious like thing, but like to visually like to say like, man, I see what you're doing. And we're better because of you. And in my circle, I don't know if people take that for granted. I don't know. Maybe I'm taking it for granted. Maybe they are saying it and I'm just not hearing it. Or maybe they're not speaking it into a language that, 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 that works for me. But, um, you know, that is the common sentiment I feel, you know, especially when it comes to interacting with people on social media. You know, I see it. Like, I'll see somebody put something up like, oh, man, it's so hard you know, being a mom and they'll have 4,000 comments of commiserating and like, you know, 34 other comments of like, you got this girl, you do it, you know, and I'm, you know, I don't post anything for sympathy, like, oh man, it's crazy, but you know, I might post something like, you know, just reflecting whatever's happening and I'll get like one like, <laughs> and now you, we, you, you know, we don't really base anything upon likes, but you know, the reality is you see it and you're like, damn, what the, are people really riding with, do, do people really like me like that? Like, yo, what is, so in those moments, we shrink, I shrink, I'll, you know what, I'm gonna just sit back here, like, you know, I don't want, y'all don't want to hear this shit, y'all don't want to hear shit I have to say, you know what I'm saying? And that's really where I've been, so I've been quiet, man. And this is how, this is, again, you know, we've all seen and, and heard the narrative of the, like, the removed dad, the dads that just kind of sit in the background and, you know, they don't offer their advice to anything, you know, they don't really contribute vocally to a lot of things. And you wonder, like, how does that happen? Like, that kind of old age mentality of the silent but powerful father you're like yo why don't dad speak up like you don't feel like what's going on with him back there you know what i'm saying and i see how that happens and i see as a man like as a father i have to take active steps to be like you know what i this doesn't happen easily but i have to take active steps to say like you know what it doesn't matter 
yeah, no one cares about what I have going. No one cares about the races I ran and the work that I do and this transition I'm going through or the kind of husband I am or the kind of father I am or that I'm coaching this team. No one cares about the dynamics of me working in an office with all women and how that might make me like no one cares about that. No one cares about the fact that I'm 40 and I just started a new job and how vulnerable that makes me feel. No one cares about that. No one cares about the fact that I'm 40 and I feel like I should be at a different place in my career and for whatever reason I haven't had the opportunity to do that. No one cares about that. No one cares about the fact that I didn't follow my dreams and do something like this 20 years ago when I had an opportunity to to be in front of a microphone and to reach the kind of people and that I didn't follow my dreams because of the family that I had in my mind and I didn't want to be away. No one cares about that. No one cares about the fact that, you know, I want to make the men around me better, but the environment that we're in now tells me that men are trash 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and that makes me feel like shit. No one cares about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's what I'm working through. But do y'all even really like me though? Do people, you know, the people that gave to my GoFundMe, like, do y'all even really listen? Do y'all really care about what I have going on? I'm gonna assume. Okay, sometimes I'll assume yes, sometimes I'll assume no. And I don't know why I assume different things at different times. It's like my mind wants to say, of course they do. Stop playing. Like you being, you being, you being wild soft right now. Stop playing. But then in reality, it's like, how? I don't, I can't see it. I, I can't see it. You know, my wife changed her hairstyle and she, you know, is in conversation with 4,000 people in her support group guiding her along the way. You know what I'm saying? which is great for her which is great you know that's amazing you know um and i just know that i don't have that level of support in much of anything that i do and a lot of men don't so i say all that to say this shout out to tax man i miss tax i say all that to say this man men we have to be able to i have to be able to process the value and to acknowledge the value that I know I bring to the different circles I'm in, whether that value is appreciated or vocalized to me or not. And in the same breath, utilize discernment to know when you have to sit in the background. That's it. Thank you so much for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. I got a little deep today. Woo, little, I'm sweating in the studio. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Again, this podcast, you know, is uh, is my therapy. Because I don't really have, like I said, I don't really have a lot of people to talk to. So this is the only time, one of the few times where I can speak without being interrupted. Where, you know, even though no one's validating my conversation, no one's shaking their head, giving me any nonverbals and like, yes, I, I hear you. I'm envisioning that in my head. And I know that no one's going to interrupt me. No one's going to tell me about their day. No one's going to tell me what hair product they're using. No one's going to tell me about their instrument. No one's going to tell me about 
uh, their new friend Sarah on the bus that they met. No one's going to tell me about their soccer game or the equipment that they need that cost $3,000 or the trip we had to go on this weekend in, in a four the four-hour ride and closed you know yelling and screaming you know no one's gonna try to cut in front of me and tell me everything that's impacting them this is my time my space and i hope and pray that um there's people out there that can relate to what i'm talking about it's the idea manhood season three episode one thank you so much for tuning in go on the idea of manhood.com Subscribe on iTunes on hit me up, retweet it, comment, share, spread the word. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's your boy Five Mikes. Holla. <laughs>